you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by a special guest. Her name is Tammy Lane. She's from funnelcures.com. She comes from a background as a course creator. She has a software for helping people build funnels. She's also a Facebook ads expert. Welcome to the show, Tammy. Thanks so much, Chris. Tell us, before we get into Funnel Cures, which is at funnelcures.com. And I know you have a, a gift for the audience. Do you want to mention that now? And we'll mention that at the end before we get oh, started. Sure. I've got a, a kit that I've sold more than 1,200 of uh, so far this year, and I'm going to gift it to your audience. So it's a sales funnel toolkit, uh, and they can grab that at funnelcures.com forward slash funnel gift. Awesome. Well, thanks for that. Before we get into the funnels, you had a background as a course creator. So that's kind of like the building block for this, this whole show. What was your course creator story? Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't really know what I was getting into. Um, so I, I'm a CPA. That's my background. And I kind of always knew I wanted to have my own business, but I wasn't really sure what that looked like. But I love teaching. And so uh, that's how I kind of got started down the road. I didn't even know there was such a thing as a course creator back then. But I kind of, you know, started researching online and I knew I wanted to teach people uh, some of my skills that I had. And so, yeah, I up and quit my job with no business plan. <laughs> no course created, no nothing. And then I took about the first uh, four months or so to create my, my first course, which was a, uh, so background in CPA, it was like a business training course for small business owners on how to manage their finances. That's awesome. And uh, just, just as like an instructional designer for that, like, how do you, I understand doing CPA work for like a client, but how did you think about structuring that for a DIY business owner? like uh, Yeah, so really bringing down some of the concepts into simple language. So I, I it talked about what type, even though I'm not a lawyer, what type of business you're going to have. It's a little different in the States than in Canada, but like an LLC, or are you going to be a sole proprietor? And what types of reporting you need to do based on what type of business you have? And then, you know, there's a difference between revenue and profitability. And so talking with business owners about how to make sure that what they were selling was going to be selling profitably. Uh, so kind of breaking it down and allowing them to understand what a financial statement meant and why it was important, not just because the government says you need to provide one for your business, but actually because it can help you make decisions in your business. That's awesome. So what, tell us about the story. How did it go from course creator to funnelcures.com? Uh, so that, so I created my course. I thought the hard part was over when I finished creating my course. And then I realized that marketing, it is a whole different ball game. And so it took me close to a year to get my first funnel set up and the tech connections. And I didn't even understand, like, I thought a funnel was just the pages that you see. I didn't understand that you needed other different types of software to connect it so you can 
send emails so you can get an opt-in so you can make sales. And so that journey was a bit of a process. Um, when we did get it going, I ended up getting in on Facebook ads when they very first came out. They actually gave me a free credit uh, for doing Facebook ads because they were brand new. And things really took off with the combination of the funnel and the Facebook ads. And so I hit 3 million that year in sales, um, both with the course and I had a higher end program that I, I developed in conjunction with that. So uh, it was a bit of a whirlwind journey. And then subsequent to that, I coached clients on getting their funnel set up so we could help them run ads. And it was just such a process, like connecting multiple platforms together. Even with me coaching them, it often would take them you know, several months to get their funnel um, up and running. And so when, when we decided to build the Funnel Cure software, because the cool thing is we developed this quick build technology that allows us to build the funnel and do all the tech connections for our clients um, in a couple of days. So that was a game changer for my clients. So it really was about making their life easier when I was trying to coach them. Wow, that's, that's amazing. And congratulations on the, those sales. What was that? You mentioned there was a high, high ticket thing that was there too. What was yeah. that that was in your, in your programs? So I got into some marketing. So once I was successful with my front end course, then I started teaching how they could do marketing in conjunction and profitable marketing so they could uh, not just make revenue, but make profits. Nice. And um, let's go to some basics. Like what is a funnel and like what kind of funnels do coaches and course creators need but that you've seen in, in, in your, all your experience? Yeah, well, you know, Chris, but when I was first trying to learn how to do a funnel, like the understanding part of what it was, was challenging because you can't see all the mechanics behind it when you're going through someone's funnel. So they've probably all been through a funnel, but it's the pages. It allows you to collect email addresses. It allows you to email your list after so you can invite them to buy your course. Uh, It allows you to collect payments. Um, And then oftentimes there's other features like uh, being able to text somebody to remind them to show up for either a training or uh, a paid training or a webinar, uh, things like that. Those can all be combined into a funnel. The goal, bringing in paying clients, right? In a very direct method. It takes them from stranger to paying client in typically a very short period of time. What? So in that short period of time, like what's at the top of the funnel and then what happens in between that and the sale? I know it can vary, but what do you recommend kind of as a template or like a standard way of doing it? Yeah, it really depends on price point. So do you teach certain price points when you're, when you're talking about courses? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go for it. Yeah. I mean, people, people in this audience are going to be all over the place from lower end to high end coaching stuff. So it can be everything. Yeah, so the timeline really varies. Like if you're selling something uh, inexpensive, like under $100 for a course, oftentimes it's within a minute of meeting you that they'll be buying that. We have a lot of clients doing that. And then in that mid-tier price range between 300 and 1000 generally we recommend some sort of video training or webinar Um where it can happen the same day, uh, but usually they would need to at least spend 20 minutes or 40 minutes with you 
for you to talk about what you do and to understand what your course is. Um, and then the higher ticket stuff, we almost always recommend a sales call. That's awesome. Yeah. And what, are, what do you recommend for filling the funnel? Well, I love Facebook ads. I'm not really a, a selfie posting kind of girl. Yeah. Um, I, I just, the thought of having to post content like that every day, I'm just like, uh, no, I'm out. Um, and so that's why ads were such a great fit for me is that I, because we get to create one piece of content and get it in front of new people every day instead of getting creating a ton of content and then getting in front of a few new people every day. And so uh, that's worked really well uh, for me. Where does, where does funnel cure sit in this, in the space? I mean, uh, many people would have perhaps heard of click funnels and um, you know, there's a lot of people in here in this audience who use WordPress and just kind of build landing pages and semi funnel like, but what, where, what is the sweet spot for funnel cures? So I was a ClickFunnels user and besides they're, they don't have the best support in terms of if you're new, it's difficult because there's not anybody to talk to at ClickFunnels. But other than that, I love the software. I, we built our client funnels on, on ClickFunnels. Um, the problem is you need multiple softwares if you're using ClickFunnels, like you need an autoresponder software, and then you need to be able to connect all those things together. And so um, the real sweet spot for us is we're all in one. There's no connect tech connections to do. Plus, we set up everything for you. Um, and a lot of the funnel builders are really focused on e-commerce. Uh, so you'll see a lot of their templates and all those things are really designed for someone selling a product. And we're much more course creator coach based. Um, and you'll see that in some of the funnels that we build for clients and get set up for clients is they're very focused on selling courses and services. That's awesome. And you mentioned like there's a setup service included. Like yeah. what does a course creator really need to have ready to uh, like what, where, what are they? What's a perfect client for you? Where are they at in terms of their course or their project? And then what can they expect to walk away with after working with Funnel Cures? So I'm always a big fan of building your audience as you're getting your course ready because you want to launch to your to an audience when your course is done. Otherwise, it's going to, you know, the sales are going to be slow. So once you know what topic your course is going to be on or your offer is going to be on, you have a pretty good idea of the audience that you want to deliver that to. Um, my first suggestion is to get your lead funnel up and running so you can start building the audience so that when your course is finished, you, you can go ahead and sell it to the audience that you've already built up. Let's go back to the ads a little bit. What, um, what is a, what is a good ad like for a course creator? Like they get so into making the product, like the course, like how do you, how do you get a good ad at the top? Like, what are we promoting in the ad? Well, depending again on the price point. So if you're selling something under $100, like if your course is under $100, uh, we would do an ad lots of times directly to the course. Um, and that can work well. You have to have a really good sales mechanism, whether that's a video or, or a sales page. So if you're brand new, that, that can be difficult. So lots of times we recommend a lead generation ad where you'd send them to some sort of free gift. 
Uh, they'd opt in for the free gift. And now that you've captured their attention a bit more, they get to know you maybe in a video, um, that sale can come a lot easier regardless of the price point. But so the lead gen ads can work very well top of funnel for a brand new audience, cold audience. So it's not about like going for the sale from the ad per se, like get them in the top of the funnel uh, on just some resource that they don't necessarily have to pay for, right? Yes. Those um, are easier ads to do. Yeah. 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 And you, man you mentioned you had a Facebook ads resource. Um, we'll put a link to that in the chat. Can you tell, or in the, um, in the show notes below this podcast episode, can you tell us what that is? Yeah, I've got a Facebook ad template. So it's going to help you write your copy. It's going to explain what elements go into your ad copy that are going to get you attention in the newsfeed and then get people clicking through uh, to come and see what you have to offer them, if a free gift or, or a paid gift offer. That's awesome. Well, entrepreneurs always impress me. And, and tell us about like what it is about you and this journey from uh, CPA to course creator to Facebook ads expert to marketing expert to software entrepreneur with funnels. Like what motivates you? Like what, what powers this journey? Sometimes I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, it's just watching my clients have, like they have this gift. They're really good at something and they've decided that it's their calling or passion to share it with the world and I know how hard that journey is. Like I, I've been on that journey. And so every product that we've ever made or offered has been designed to somehow make that journey simpler, quicker, um, less painful. <laughs> That's awesome. What are, what are some of the, um, in your, your work around course creators and coaches, what are, what's, what are people making that's working out there these days? Like what type of niches are you seeing people operate in and love and life and building these great products, programs, and communities? So I guess the one difference I really have seen in the last year or so is that the more specific you are about what you're offering, the more specific the audience is, the better it's going to do. So I know you've heard a million times niche down, but in the last year, it's about solving a real problem for a real person and having it be so specific that they can't help but want it. So instead of 10 steps to Facebook ads that work, I would sell a course instead on write your ad in, in write your ad in an hour for coaches, something like that. So I just be a lot more specific in how I'm wording it and what I, the result that I would offer in the course. That's awesome. If we go back into the price points a little bit, uh, you mentioned for a higher ticket program, you, it might need to, the funnel might need to end up at a call. Like, yes. can you give some advice around what happens on that call or what that might look like? And, sure. and, and remind us again, the price point where this is likely be becoming a good fit for conversions. So long-term over a thousand dollars is probably where we want to be for, for a sales conversation. And I, I hesitated. I never wanted to do sales calls when I started, I was like, I don't want to do sales calls. And so I really look at it more like a, a consulting call. Like I'm helping somebody see 
what they need. And if my solution is a fit, then I just make an invitation. So that might help some of your listeners with that, but over a thousand dollars long-term. But if you're new, honestly, the best thing you can do is have some conversations with potential clients so you can see what questions do they have? Oh, maybe I didn't explain that very well. Uh, they're concerned about if they can do it. And so you can bring those pieces then into your marketing later on. But if you're new, the more client potential clients you can talk to, the better understanding you're going to have. Um, and so the, the sales call is what you asked me about. Uh, on the sales call, um, really, it's about first uncovering what they're struggling with or what the pain point is and having you recognize that and having the client who you're on the phone with or Zoom with recognize what that is. So you're both on the same page. Then you're, you would ask them about what they want to accomplish. They want to get out of pain. They want to um, learn to play hockey. They want to learn Facebook ads, whatever that is, and, and what they want to accomplish. So my people want to maybe learn Facebook ads or funnels. What do they want to accomplish with their funnel? Because I want to have an end goal. Like I want to pay for my daughter's university education uh, with my sales of my course, whatever that is. And then simply creating a plan for them to get where they are, from where they are to where they want to be. And if that plan coincides with your solution, inviting them to come and get your help with your course um, for the solution. Really, any sales call, any good sales call comes down to just those three things. That's awesome. And for the, the lower cost courses, what what is the conversion thing at the end of the funnel? Like, what do you recommend? Uh, and again, like proximate price point range or whatever. Yeah. So we do a really simple sales funnel when people are just starting out. That is two pages. It includes a, an opt-in. And instead of having them go create a free gift, which we found is a bit time consuming uh, for people who usually take several weeks. Instead, what we do is we have them, we create an opt-in page for them. When people opt in, they go to a thank you page. On the thank you page, you just, we have them record a five minute video. We have a script where you deliver a juicy piece of free content, and then you invite them, if it's a low ticket, you to make a sale. And so it's just really a five minute video. So it's a lot easier than copywriting a whole sales page. Um, and then um, inviting them into a sale. And that way they're already on your list. So even if they don't buy right on that page, you have the opportunity to email them over the next week, month, year um, to get invite them back into the sale. I love that. It's always obvious to me when somebody is really zen with their market and you're like, you know that for beginning beginners, perhaps creating this elaborate lead magnet might be a little overwhelming. So you guide them into like, just make this one video. Here's the outline. I love that idea. Um, you mentioned copywriting. How does Funnel Cures help people with copywriting? Or I mean, I, I guess I'll start with that because uh, creating a landing page for marketing can be overwhelming to a non-marketer, right? I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> that you asked me that, Chris, because we have a brand new offer. You, you, anybody who signs up for the toolkit will end up seeing that, but we have a brand new offer that we not only build all the tech connections, do the design work, we're actually writing their copy for the opt-in <laughs> page and the thank you page. So literally the only thing they have to do to have their entire funnel working is record that five minute video. Wow. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm so excited. We just launched it a couple of days ago. That's amazing. 
again, there you are, like just removing the friction. That's what entrepreneurs do is they remove friction and just create value. That's awesome. Good um, any, uh, if for somebody who's writing their own copy, if we're writing uh, a piece of content for the funnel, um, what are some just general copywriting tips you have for people uh, around whether we're kind of pitching a lead magnet or pitching a sales call? Like, how do we learn to talk and like a copywriter in our words? <laughs> I would say don't talk like a copywriter. <laughs> yeah. um, we did. We have seen a huge shift in the marketplace in the last two years where prior you definitely probably a good copywriter was helpful in a lot of situations. What we're finding in the last two years is that our non-copyrighted stuff uh, converts way better, meaning we don't want it to sound smooth and we don't want it to sound slick. So for anybody who's not a copywriter, it's a huge advantage for you. People now just want to hear real people talking about how they can help them. So it's great news. There's a couple of structure things that I'll just talk about quick. So it, the more you can sound like you're just having a conversation with a friend, the better your copy is going to convert. So lots of times I recommend opening up your audio app on your phone and just like talking, pretend your sister's there with you or whoever, and just talk because um, you're going to get the language sounds a bit different. And then a couple of structure things. You want to have a good page layout in your funnel pages. Um, and it depends what page for what structure. But the, the hardest part is to keep people reading your stuff long enough to want to buy it from you. And so headlines are important. And not having huge blocks of text on your page, I guess, is one of the quick tips that I can give you. Like if you break up the text, people will read more of it. And they're more likely to buy from you automatically. That's awesome. You mentioned layout and design earlier, like it's kind of included in, in funnel cures. You don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah. Can you just speak to that more? Like for somebody who's like, well, I'm not a web designer. Like how does, how does something like funnel cures help them? Just don't worry about design. We got that handled. Yeah. And one of the big problems when I was coaching clients to build their own funnels was that most if you most tools don't have very good templates included in them and so it's very difficult to get a good page layout if you're not a designer because I, I didn't really think about this before I got into actually designing and we hire designers to do funnels for our clients anyways but there's so much so many things that go into design like how big are the spaces the white space the font combinations how the image where the person in the image is looking to get you to read the copy. Like there's just so many things that go into design. I don't know. I certainly couldn't do justice to your listeners when they're to help them actually design, but we just, we knew it was a huge problem because when I coach my clients, they'd end up with these funnels and I'd look at it and I'd be like, Oh, like, uh, like it looks kind of homemade. Let me see if I can do some tweaks on it to help you with it. And that's your first impression with clients. Like the very first thing they've never met you before. That's what they're going to see. And if you look, if you have a homemade looking funnel, clients aren't going to trust you, right? They're going to have that. Oh, like maybe she doesn't know what she's talking about. Uh, and so the design, uh, that's why we have done in, packaged up the design work inside of our funnels. But 
uh, for anybody who already has a funnel, I just invite you to take a look at your funnel and get, get that first impression. Does it make you seem like a leader in your niche who knows what you're talking about? You mentioned templates. Like what are the different types of templates? What do you mean by that? Um, so when you go to buy, when you go buy something like ClickFunnels, for example, they would include an opt-in page template, or they'd include a sales page template. And the problem is they just have one or two looks that are usually e-commerce for um, an opt-in page and one or two looks for a sales page. And they're just, the layout isn't usually appropriate for a course creator or, and um, they typically in a sales page don't have enough fields on it. Like you'll get a sales page that's this long and we probably need one like this long. And so it's hard to work from those kind of templates. That makes sense. How many funnels does somebody need? We always get started with one. With <laughs> one funnel, you can get podcast interviews. You can share it on your social media profiles. You can be participating in Facebook groups. And then down the road, most people end up with more than one funnel down the road. That's cool. What are, what are some other types of funnels? Like, um, I know there's like, I mean, there's like the funnel to get to a sale there's like book funnels but what are some different types like well, if somebody has like a portfolio of funnels over time what might be feeding their business so the secret is most of those funnels are all based on the same funnel format people just call them different things and okay. so that simple two-page funnel that i was talking about it can be an opt-in funnel it can be a webinar funnel. It can be a sales page funnel. Like you, it's just a matter of tweaking. But so I'll, I'll give an example of some of the ones that I have. So I have a, a lead magnet funnel that I share when I'm like doing podcast interviews. You, you would see it on my Instagram or Facebook uh, so that people can get that introduction. Um, I have a, a live webinar funnel. I'm doing a training actually tomorrow. I have a live webinar running and so I invite people to show up at a particular time with me to do a training and I'll invite them uh, into coming to buy something from me. I have an evergreen webinar funnel where somebody can sign up and watch the webinar today or tomorrow whenever they want. So it's pre-recorded. And then I have a sales page funnel and the sales page funnel would take them directly to buy something typically under $100 in that kind of funnel. That's awesome. Where, where do you position the live webinar versus the call versus the sales pages? Are these kind of on the sales or the price continuum or like, so where, where use it? What I'm trying to ascertain is when should we use a webinar? Webinar. I do love webinars because they allow you to reach a lot of people, but they are more time consuming, just totally upfront. Like creating a webinar is actually probably a several weeks project to create the content for the webinar uh, but the webinar works well because you can get in front of multiple people at once and you get a train and, and invite them into a purchase. And that price point typically would be somewhere between $300 and $1,000. What advice do you have, Tammy, for somebody who's earlier, like they're, they're kind of like an earlier version of you and, you know, they're, they're thinking about making a course or getting into this online business thing from whatever it is they've done to maybe they're for their original career or their job or whatever. And they're looking over here at this 
online course industry and online marketing and funnels and all this, what, what gave you courage and what, what would you say to encourage other people who feel called to go help others at scale through the internet like this? I, hmm. So just totally upfront, it took me a lot of years to make the leap. I, I, I think I knew I wanted to have a business in elementary school, uh, definitely high school. And then I did four years of university to get my accounting degree. I did another three years of articling to get my CPA. And then I worked for 14 years as a CPA before I actually ended up taking the leap. And um, how to get the courage. You said it was inside of you, like as a child, you felt called, you felt something inside. I think authors feel this way. I mean, I think everybody kind of has something, but um, yeah, what, what allowed you to really move forward and pursue, pursue it? As so a CPA, for, you were like, yeah. all right, I'm going to do this. I'm I gonna... got a lot of uh, strange looks and questions from my colleagues when I said, I, you're going to do what? You're going <sighs> to create a course? And I was like, yep, I'm going to create a course. So for me, some circumstances came together uh, at work. Uh, I ended up in a situation that I didn't want to be in anymore, which was that was the first time that it happened. And I had savings enough that I felt like I had a cushion. Uh, so me quitting without a business plan, without a course created, uh, if I'm, if I'm, I think it takes you having enough resources behind you that you feel like you can take the leap. So uh, maybe a little bit of money is helpful to have saved up a couple months um, uh, as a cushion uh, to maybe have started on your course or have an idea for what your course is. And it's about baby steps. Once you take the first few baby steps, it gives you courage for the rest, I think. That's awesome. Well, Tammy, thanks for being a shining light as a course creator, but also as somebody who's coming to help other course creators with their funnels. Tammy's at funnelcures.com. And what was the, where can they go to get that resource you mentioned? So funnelcures.com forward slash funnel gift is going to be that funnel toolkit. And we talked about Facebook ads. That'll be at funnelcures.com Facebook gift. Awesome. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I appreciate you sharing your journey and dropping so many knowledge bombs today around funnels and marketing and course creation. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Chris. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.